reaching Israel and the world. Shalom Racha, peace and blessings to you, beloved ones. Cynthia Marjorie, my wife, had a dream not too long ago where she was crying out to the Lord in her sleep. And she said, where do we go from here? And she said, the Spirit of the Lord spoke to her internally in her spirit. In other words, she perceived the voice of God on the inside. And the Lord said to her, just keep boldly preaching the gospel and then Jesus will return. That brings us to today's episode. We're going to be taking you inside Nakuru, Kenya, deep inside of Africa, where we boldly proclaim the gospel of Messiah Jesus. Now, Nakuru is one of the smaller places that we've traveled to, but it's a hub not only for Kenya, but for many of the surrounding nations. Beloved, let's go to Nakuru, Kenya. I pray that the Lord strengthens you through watching this episode today. Nakuru is a very, very important city. All the tribes of Kenya are in this city. You just look around, walk around. It's not one tribe. It's all the tribes. For example, I'm from Nyanza, from Kisi. But I'm here. There are people from Ukambani, Machako. There are people from Western. There are people from Eastern. There are people from the coast. So that's what makes the difference between this town and other towns. And also we are really integrated together in a way that we enjoy staying together. Now I believe for the gospel preached, that's the command of Christ. We have to go all over the world and preach the gospel. Nakuru is one of them. There are sinners in Nakuru, there are needy people in Nakuru, there are poor people in Nakuru. So to me Nakuru needs the gospel. Because I believe the gospel changes lives, changes the communities, and it makes all the tribes look at one another as a brother and a sister. That is why we need the gospel in Akuru. Revive me again. Revive me again. Come on, let's open our hearts and sing it to him. Revive. Today when I got here, from the very beginning, I felt the word of the Lord was running swiftly and it just began to grow. And so I'm believing the things that God did here are going to remain. In fact, the prophetic word that I believe that the Lord gave me after my ministry to the leaders here today from Isaiah 27. Chapter 27. And I believe the Lord gave me this scripture specifically for you. In the days to come, Jacob will take root. Israel will blossom and they will fill the whole world with fruit. The word of the Lord was going to take root, that it was going to blossom, and that it was going to remain. So I'm taking that by faith that God did something here that's going to remain. Because Jesus said, I've appointed you that you would bear fruit. And he said, and that your fruit would remain. Amen. 
Sometimes when you're ministering, you don't really know. You don't really know how effective it is, how much people's lives will be changed. And so that was a real shot in the arm for me, that the ministry that we brought to Nakuru would remain, that the fruit would remain. And really what Jesus spoke to me in the spirit that day is exactly what is written in the Word of God. Because the scriptures tell us Jesus speaking and he says, I have chosen you to bear fruit and your fruit will remain. And so coming back from Nakuru, Kenya, we just had a sense in our spirit that we'd accomplished the Lord's mission. But one of the last things I said to these pastors was this, listen, in order to enter into the fullness of what God has for you and your flock, we all have to continue to repent. The Lord's been speaking to you about area or areas in your life and you haven't obeyed them. This is your chance right now to say, Jesus, I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to follow you where you've been leading me. I want to know your love. I want to feel your presence. I'm not going to hold back anymore. Your love is better than wine. I want you more than anything else in my life. Of those of you that's up here, I want to get a testimony today of what it was Jesus showed you that you hadn't done. You know, all along, I've been thinking of how to share my love with others. Who doesn't call me to share the little I have with them I do not have? Mm. I just, I didn't know how. I just come clearly today after the message, I am giving that, I am staying back, yet I am supposed to do something. Amen. But today I choose, and I know the way, and God will help me even to be in a better way. Amen. Before you leave, just a few comments. What is your name, son? What's name? Listen, this is, so, this is so special because the Song of Songs ends in chapter 8 where she goes to meet Jesus in the garden. And you know what he's doing in the garden? He's serving to people in the garden. And that's what he's calling us to do. He's calling us to go into the vineyard and to seek out people that are lost. And I see the beautiful tears coming from your eyes. And I want you to know this. The important thing is to start. And don't worry about making a mistake. Don't worry about what to say. Don't worry about failing. When you fail, you know what you do? You don't let the failure stop you. You just keep on trying. You keep on keeping on, and God's going to teach you as you go. God loves you. He's done something very special to you today. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Beautiful. When I came here today, I felt that God was speaking to me. Because there are so many things in the church that I have not been able to, to do for the last two years although I'm in charge of those ministries. Because even uh, evangelism, we have not been doing for some time. Mm. I surrender myself to you now. I want you to be able to be free 
to express Jesus through me. I'm going to witness. I'm going to be bold. God is telling me to, to rise up and whatever I had left behind, to start doing it again, to come out of where I had stood aside. Yeah. I feel I'm revived today. And I know God is going to do a new thing, even in my church, and even in my community. Some of you that have been watching me for a while know that the Lord specifically spoke to me almost 40 years ago that he was going to be sending me to Africa. And here it is, we're literally there doing work all over different countries within Africa. So I believe that my calling to the African people really is a divine mandate. And one of the things that we bring, beloved ones, is sound apostolic doctrine. You see, many of the pastors that we minister to, they've never been to Bible school. They've never had the luxury of being given an education. They just feel called to ministry and they just started. But a lot of times, the gospel that they've been exposed to is really a hyper-prosperity gospel where their preaching becomes centered on how God is going to reward them in this life. In other words, that they're looking for, you know, a bigger home, a bigger car, a promotion, this and that and the other. In other words, God becomes almost like a magic genie to them that they pursue God so that God can make them rich in this world. So it really does take a corrective word sometimes to help these pastors understand that that is not primarily what the good news of Yeshua is about. Jesus has called us to another city, book of Hebrews, whose architect and builder is God, that we're not storing up for ourselves riches on earth where moth and rust destroy. We're storing up riches for ourselves in heaven. So we need to be pursuing Jesus for his sake alone. And so by you sending me, beloved, we'll really bring bringing a restorative and corrective word. I want to thank you for sowing financially into this ministry. Because of your financial support, preachers in Africa are being saved, and as a result of sound teaching, they're being used, beloved ones, to save others. Let's go back to the show. I want to bring you in to an orphanage that we visited. Oftentimes when we come to Africa, the ministries that we're connected with and working through there have orphanages. And here in Kenya during this trip, it was no different. We went to an orphanage. The people that were running the orphanages seemed to have a really godly, servant-like spirit. The kids were so cute. And we just had an opportunity just to spend time with them, to love them, to sow a little bit into their ministry, and just to be with them. In behalf of the ministry, Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and all those that support Discovering the Jewish Jesus from around the globe, we just want to give you the special offering for the continuance of your work here. We pray that it will be a blessing and keep you all going. In Africa, there are so many orphaned children. Oftentimes when, a, when an African child is born with a deformity, uh, the parents give them up and just desert them. And uh, what happens is that these orphanages uh, end up caring for, for these deserted 
little children. And um, going to the orphanage just reminded me of the words of Jesus and how it's important to live out our, our walk with him by doing something to take care of these, these orphans. I just want to say to our audience, I know that as you have seen some of the footage from the orphanages that we visited in Nakuru, I know that your heart's going to be moved and I just want to encourage you, you know, pray for the workers that are taking care of these young children in these orphanages, that God would bless them and give them strength. Pray for their financial resources, uh, support ministries that are doing something for these orphanages. It really is important. It matters to Jesus and he's looking to you and I, beloved, to, to step into the gap and to make a difference. Jesus Father God, we worship you tonight. We receive the Holy Spirit. Father, I break the power of Satan off of every neck. I take authority over the devil that's trying to strangle your people. And I release, Lord, a fresh wind of your spirit. Now, I, while I was praying just now, I felt like the Holy Spirit showed me that the devil is strangling some people. The very first night as I began to open the service and pray, suddenly as I was praying, I saw in the Spirit kind of a silent word from the Lord, and the Lord showed me that the devil was strangling some people there. If you are there in the conference yesterday, there is something God spoke to him towards the church and the people of Nakuru. He said, there is a spirit of oppression in Akuru, pressing people down. That was so strange to me, and I've never declared that over a group in my life, and I've never even thought that before in terms of the Holy Spirit uh, wanting to set people free whom the devil was strangling. Now, if what I just said bears witness with your spirit, I want you to come forward right now. I want to pray for you. And sure enough, in that service, at the end of the service, a man came forward testified that he had literally felt the powers of darkness strangling him and how Jesus had set him free. From 207 this yes, man come over here. has had demon, demon attacks. Okay. Choking him. Choking him. So when I said that the devil was strangling some people, yeah, you know what was talking to you. Exactly. Let him, let him talk for a second. Okay. What happened? I have never slept from left side. When, when I sleep with left side, the demons attack me. They choke me. Sometimes I feel things moving in my hair. And I see that and you vomited. Yeah. Praise God, come on. Beloved, I do believe that I walk in an apostolic calling on the earth as a Jewish believer. The church has missed the point that there's still a special role that Jewish people are playing in the world. 
In fact, Jesus said he wouldn't return until there's a group of Jewish people that have come to him that are calling out in the spirit, Baruch haba b'shem Adonai. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. God still has a key role for Jewish people to play. Paul said that when Jewish people come to faith, it's going to be like life from the dead for the entire church. In the book of Romans, he wrote that. Well, the people that I travel to in Africa really have a sense of understanding about this. That's why when we come, they have great anticipation and expectation. Their faith is raised super high because I'm a Jew and it prepares them to receive God's healing. There's a healing anointing right now that's flowing out of my fingertips. It's the spirit of the living God. Take it right now. I saw someone healed. Guess what happened? Immediately when Rabbi came in, he says the same thing like, if you are here in this meeting and you cannot hear. How many of you tonight are deaf in one ear? Can you come in front? One was a child, a very young child of two years. What's happened, Bishop? This, this little one could not hear this right ear. Yeah. And after prayer, yeah. That he is open. She couldn't hear it with one ear. You know, a child, you cannot put words in the mouth of a child to say. The child came and said, I wasn't hearing. I used to have a problem of my one ear. But now I can hear. Could she tell us what happened? What is she She feels she has been healed. There is no pain. There's no pain. Where did it hurt her? Right there, and it's all gone. The pain's all gone. Yes. Praise God. Let's give the Lord a hand tonight. Now, let's get a testimony here. Let's bring him up. Wow, look at him. He's beaming. I've been asthmatic for 15 years. Yes. Now I can testify I've been healed. I can see in your eyes. I mean, like they're beaming. The light's coming out of your eyes. What is he saying? It was like fluid, which was rotating all over the body. Wow. Pain. Pain. Yeah. yeah. And now it's over. And now it's over. Come Hallelujah. on, give me a hand tonight. In the Jesus. Holy Spirit, Holy Jesus, Holy Father, Holy God, Holy For Father. For eight years, my leg has not been walking. Yes. Now I feel strength. You feel strength. She says she has been healed completely. Could you see Spirit. anything out of that eye before tonight? How many fingers do I have up? Baptized. I saw many miracles. I saw blind eyes open. I saw a crippled lady. Uh, literally walking. Jesus made me whole, yeah. Jesus made me whole. He makes the blind to see, and he makes the lame to walk. Yeah, Jesus made. Wow! Wow! Now, is there?
there's somebody that knows this lady, I want to find out what she's doing now that she couldn't do before. Does anybody know our friend here tonight? If you know her, come up here, please. You know her good? How long have you known her? For one year now. One year. Now listen, when we're telling the crowd that someone's healed, we want to make sure that they're really healed. Yeah, this mother has really been healed. When I saw this stick, I realized it's Mama Kiringa. I know this lady mm. as Mama Kiringa. Wow. So I felt like, Jesus, you've done it. Have you ever seen her walk like this before? No. Never? No. Yeah, wow. Let's see you walk again, honey. tonight to tell you that Jesus loves you. To tell you that Jesus is alive. To declare that he died on the cross for you. Not just for everybody, but for you. Individually, specifically, and personally. For Raiba Snyder, one thing I've come to discover, he has a heart for the people, especially the lost souls. The first day of the crusade, I saw him speaking few words and I saw people running forward, so many. And we looked and we said, my God, this has never happened this way. I want you to know, Jesus is up here waiting for you right now. And I'm asking you on his behalf, come and give him your life this instant. People got saved, like yesterday was 300. Today was more than that, it was uncountable. So the four days, if you say it, an average of 300 times four, that is an average of a thousand people got saved in the crusade, something that has never happened. God moved and Jesus touched people through his servant. This is not just about believing the right things. This is about the fact that God himself is literally coming to come and live inside you. Now I want you to repeat after me. Say, Father God, thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to come now and live inside me. Father God, I love you. Thank you for what you've done for me. Welcome to the family of God tonight. Let's give them a hand tonight. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. All of us are familiar with the Gospel of John, but not as many of us are familiar with the three letters that John wrote at the end of the New Testament. In his third letter called 3 John, it's only one chapter long, but in the eighth verse, John says this, He's speaking about men that have been sent out for the sake of the name, for the name of Jesus or Yeshua. And he said, these ones that have been sent out, you were right in supporting them financially. Because in supporting them financially, John said, you became a fellow worker with the truth. In other words, most of you don't have an opportunity to go to some of the places that I've been able to go to, whether it's Malawi or Kenya or Zambia, or, and I could go on. But when you support me, 
You literally, the scripture says, become a fellow worker with the truth. In other words, it's as if you're there in Jesus's eyes, because although it may look like I'm doing all the work, the reality is it really is a partnership between you and me, because without you, I can't go. So I want to humbly ask you now to consider partnering with me financially. It's because of your financial support, beloved ones, that we are reaching people with the Word of God all over the earth, both through television and on the ground outreaches like the one that you saw today. So I would simply say what I always say, just open your heart to the Holy Spirit. And if you feel God is knocking at the door of your heart, giving you a witness that you're to sow financially into this ministry unto him, beloved one, just be obedient because Jesus is coming back soon. And he said, not even a cup of cold water that was given in his name will be unrewarded. I want to thank you for your love and for your financial support. God bless you and shalom. Here's how you can donate or become a monthly partner. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Give by credit card at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword RABBI to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have been faithful to the Lord with our finances while living. For those of you who like to remember the Lord in your finances when you go to heaven, click Will and Estate Gifts at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm on the Mount of Olives, and I want to close the broadcast today by speaking the blessing that Father God said should be spoken over his people. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, the Lord told Moses and Aaron, Speak these words over my people, and I will place my name upon them and bless them. Yavarech Vaishmarecha Yair Yahweh Penavelecha Vihunecha Yisa Yahweh Penavelecha Veasem Le Shalom. May Father God, Yahweh, the God of Israel, bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord your Father lift you up by his countenance. And Father God is going to continue, as beloved child, to give you His peace. Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. 
If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. Let our prayer team pray for you. Send us your prayer request today by visiting our website or writing to the address on the screen. Our prayer team lifts up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. 